cliffcentral.com On radio On radio More of the good stuff cliffcentral.com Welcome back to the good stuff Cliff Central's very own happy hour with myself Brent Lindicue, the good news guy uh, We are live on www.cliffcentral.com Or you can tune in on our app Because the app is really cool Or you can uh, follow me on Facebook Live I'm doing my morning Facebook Live Kerry's just got into the studio, she was late so we're gonna, <laughs> we we might fire her after today. <laughs> it's uh it's Tuesday, yo. We get to hang out with you guys, bring you uh, good news, inspirational stories, and all the things that matter in South Africa and the world. Um, we're not going to be talking about things like fees must fall or the protests that are currently going on. No one really wants to know about that. You can catch up with that in the news if you really want to know. Um, as well as things like Cloudy, who got fired but he didn't, and then he got rehired, and we're not too sure. Where he's working or what he's doing, it's a little bit confusing. Um, our president is nowhere to be found, actually, while all of this is going on. So, KZN, so, KZN. Uh, well, we don't actually know. <laughs> we just have, we have no clue. So we're not going to get into any of that. We don't talk about kakia. This is all good news, inspirational stories. And, and South Africa's got a bunch of it. So, um, what are we, what are we getting into today? 29 fire trucks were, uh, fixed. They were off the roads. They have been for the past couple of years. And, and our new mayor of Johannesburg has fixed them up. We're going to be talking about that a south african seven-year-old a south african seven-year-old has become one of the youngest authors in the world that is amazing so we're going to talk about that um spca this week is getting five million rand from a from a corporate this is important corporates need to give back um and uh, oh, oh, the the little girl who invented something that is going to save us from the drought, and Google gave her half a million rand cash. And that's how it should be done. And that's how it should be done. So we're going to be talking all about that. So inspired, so proudly South African, because we should be. And um, and you guys could be too, because we're going to bring you all the good news. Uh, Tuesday is the good stuff. We're here to give you something better to talk about when you're at the dinner table or around the water cooler. When you need some little bit of inspiration about our country and our home. Um, we're going to be catching up with the top five good news stories, which Kerry are gonna, is going to introduce for us. Thank you, Kerry. Not right now. <laughs> I'm just welcoming you. <laughs> Kerry was really, really late. She was stuck in a massive traffic. I don't know. There were cars on fire. There was a whole bunch of stuff. Can't going deal, on. can't deal. But so, I'm here now, and that's the most important. So I, hello, I'm I think here. she's just catching her breath and understanding where she is at the moment. So we're going to get into the top five, uh, where we're going to bring, be bringing you the top five good news stories. And um, and then doing our, our regular catch-up. Every week we catch you up with some good stuff that's, that's happening in the country and internationally. We also get to meet really inspirational people. And this week is no different. Um, we have we have people coming in from the RADA Foundation, R-A-D-A. Um, I'm not going to tell you anything about that now, because what they've done is quite phenomenal. And um, and I want you to hear it from straight from them. They'll be in at about 10.30. Plus, we're going to be hearing uh, Gareth Pickering, who cycled all the way from, from South Africa to Kilimanjaro. He's doing amazing things, that guy. He sent me a voice note. Yeah. So we're going to be playing that in a bit as well, so we can catch up. He, they're, they're about to climb Kilimanjaro. Yes. Um, but if you want to follow everything and really get into the crux of it, I'm about to switch off Facebook Live. So you're going to have to go on to www.cliffcentral.com. It's that easy. Uh, and you can follow the good stuff. How's it going? Good. Cool. Um, so last night, I'm a little bit sore. What happened? I went, oh, please tell me about that. I, I, okay, so I posted it on Facebook <laughs> and you yes. still, you were like, 
What's going on? It looks like a club. It does look like a club. Okay, so this place is based in Lone Hill. Yes. Do you remember Mark? We had him on the show yes, um, with his water here, rejuvenate. Yes, two weeks ago. I don't think it was two weeks ago. I'm sure it was two weeks. It was two weeks ago. Okay, it was a week so, before last. So, so Mark was on the show, and he came into the show. I'm going I'm to put that podcast up so that you guys can sort of hear, see, and catch up with what he's all about. But he's got this water called rejuvenate. For every bottle that they sell, mm. they build a well. Yes. For someone in Africa who doesn't have water, mm. which is flippin' cool. So, as well as Rejuvenate, he owns a business which is based in Lone Hill. Um, have you been to the Lone Hill Shopping Center? Yes, I have. Do you know that upstairs section where nothing has happened for like 11 years? Yes, it used to be, there used to be a place called Sequoias up there and nothing happened and... I didn't even know that. Yeah. Okay, but apparently the myth, I don't know how true this is. We'll just go with it. Mm. We believe in facts. It was on the internet, so it must be true. Yes. Um, they, <laughs> they, they built that with a, a thing in mind to put like a barnyard theater up there and a movie house. Yes. But they didn't have the licenses or whatever. And because it's a residential area... Well, There's not, a lot I, of noise and stuff. So again, it was on the internet. It yeah. must be true. So, <laughs> so Mark took the space and he's built like it's like a fun zone, mm. if I can call it that. So you walk up and then as you get to the top, there's this like cafe that's a happy me. You know those? Yeah, um, it's a happy me tea. It's like iced tea, but it's got bubbles, bubbles in, in it, it that <laughs> pop in your mouth. So th that's what you walk into. And then when you pass that, uh, to, far to the right is a trampoline park because yes. that's, that's all the craze at the moment. It really is. And it's cool. I tried that for the first time last night as well. Mm -hmm. It's a lot harder so a lot than it looks. Last night, last night was a busy night. <laughs> but in the middle is something called Switch. Yes. It's the best, the best workout I've ever had. Well. It's, it, it, so they had 21 stations. Yes. And you partner up with someone and you add a station for two minutes and they've got all these trainers all over the place that are helping you as well. So you're not alone. Oh, well, that's great. And, as soon as they, so you start and you do like a little bit of yoga meditation to get you in the mood and to sort of what do we want to do today and what do we want to achieve? And then the next minute, cause it's all like quiet and blue lights and, and zeny and zeny music and you're lying on a mat and it's quite incredible. And then all of a sudden <laughs> the music gets flipping loud that you can't even talk to the person next to you mm -hmm. and the lights go on like it's a club. And you've got a number when you arrive, and they're like, go, get to your stations. And then you go to your station. I was station four. It's where I started with jazz. And, um, and you had two minutes for every station. And it was the, and the guy is, is, is motivating you. Every train is motivating you. They just so want you to keep going. It's kind of like a boot camp, but a, but a club boot camp. <laughs> it's the best thing that I've ever been to in my life. I don't know if you remember when I got addicted to CrossFit. Yes. Better than that. Really? I'm not, no more CrossFit. Well, I heard about Switch as well. I know they've got one in Lone Hill. And um, they're opening one in the new Ritz Hotel in Cape Town because wow. they're, they're renovating the new, the old uh, Ritz Hotel. Um, Leanne Liebenberg and her husband, Nikki, are renovating it and they're putting a switch in there as well. Wow. That's well, I'm, I'm now, I'm converted. I've switched. You've switched? I've switched and I'll be going You're again tonight. On? I can't, I can't move to hold the microphone right now because my arm's <laughs> a little bit sore. It's but okay, I'll help you. I'll be going tonight again. It was flipping amazing. But it's so far from me. I'd love to go. I'd have to, I'll, I'll just have to go as a, as a guest 
pop up one day. Maybe you need to speak to Mark and open a little switch in the when center are we of center. When, when are we opening one in Melrose Arch or something, guys? Yeah, Please? let's talk. Let's Thank talk. Uh, other things to catch up on. 20 day, 22 days, they say. Yes. 22 days, they say. Is... Pumping. pumping. It's humbling. And it's pumping. Humbling. A lot of people jumping on board. So I decided there was a thing going around the country, the world, called 22 push-ups or whatever. Mm. I can do push-ups. Mm. I, well, last night I did. You did, and now I, you can't walk. Or I did like, like 120 maneuver. last night. Um, you're supposed <laughs> to do push-ups every day um, in honor of the veterans in America, which is a great cause. Uh, South Africa doesn't have veterans, and mm. we don't have people that are suffering from PTSD because they went uh, to Vietnam and all sorts. So instead, I decided to use it for something a little bit different. 22 in South Africa means, to me, something very different. 22% of our population don't eat every day. Reality, fact, like it's, that's not even on the internet. They yeah. try hard that away. Um, 22% of our population don't eat every day. So all I'm asking is for people to feed each other. It's that simple. And it's that easy. And people are doing it. You're giving away half pizzas and people are giving you food to give to other people as well. I saw that. Yeah. Um, a little restaurant that I go to, a little kitchen in Danford, and she follows me and I sometimes pop in there and have a bit of a meal. And I went in there for breakfast and she said, Brenty, um, I want to give you this pack to give away. Like I have this massive cookie and fruit juice and sandwiches and, and, and. And she said, I want to give it to you to give away. And then I want to give you a meal every day to give away. And I went, no, that doesn't work. I don't mind giving this away, but you go give a meal yes. away every day. And she was like, I'm going to do that. And actually, I'm going to give all my leftovers to this association. She's like research stuff and everything. And do you know, Let me I'm just touching on that, you know KFC does that two rand thing? That's Lauren Turnbull so, um, at Hope. We've had yes, on the show as well. And um, we had an event the one day giving out those KFC um, uh, meals of hope. At Hope. Yes, at Hope. And... Um, the one little, the one little child, we gave them a KFC Streetwise Two, yeah, which has got chicken and stuff inside it, and they actually asked if all of that food was for them. No man. There's one piece of chicken, some roll, a roll inside there, and some mash and gravy and stuff. And this child wanted to take this box home because it was enough to feed his whole family. That's incredible. And couldn't sad. understand that all that food was for him. So I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do that today. I'm actually gonna go support KFC. Um, and I'm gonna add hope. Idea. That's what I'll do today. It's my my good deed for the day. Um, <laughs> and also, there's something. This month is World Hunger. There's World Hunger Day this month as well. Yes, so don't forget October. that. Welcome to October. Can that? you believe we're in Oct- We are in October. Is this the first show of the month? Yes. Where's Kerry and Paige? You mean Kirsten Page? I mean, Kerry's next to me. Where's Kirsten yes, Page? I don't know. They're supposed to be coming in. Oopsie. Girls, if you're listening. Hi. <laughs> you better make your way here in 45 minutes. That's the way we're supposed to roll. Um, cool. So I mentioned it at the beginning of the show. Uh, there was this whole news report that went around last month. Independence oh, Online. Fuck. Yeah, no, man. It's a problem and we didn't even know about it. Independence about Online. It. Did you? Yes. Well done. Thank you. Independence Online. Um, they, they reported on the fact I think it was, and I'm going to get the facts here, 28 fire stations in Johannesburg. Yes. They, we have 28 fire stations yeah. in Johannesburg. Do you so, know how much one fire truck costs? Well, we'll get into that now. Okay. How big is Johannesburg? Huge. It's big. Yeah. I mean, it's a big space, right? Mm. 28 fire stations in Johannesburg, and only eight of them had functioning fire engines, which meant if there was a fire, I don't know, let's let, hypothetically, if there was a fire... 
and a fire engine could only come from like Sandson to 85 kilometers yes, away exactly. during traffic. Exactly. So it was a huge problem. Yeah. Um, and, and we as, as a community, as a city, as a country, no one had really brought any of this up. No. And when it was brought up on the Independence Online, I've got the article in front of me, the city denied it. Not, not the new mayors. They were like, no, 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 no. Our fire trucks are fine. Everything is okay. Everything's lacquer. But also, this was in, I mean, this all came out in the middle of the driest season of the year. Yeah. Winter. That's when fires happen. And that's why I said to you on the way here, I'm like, why are so many cars burning? And last night on my way home, there must have been about three different fires on the side of the highway. Um, you know, on the, the grass. So crazy. So yesterday, this guy, Mark Klein, I don't know who mm. he is or how he fits in or what he's about, but he posted this photo of, of one of the fire trucks and he said, this is exactly quote unquote. So the DA gets 29 fire engines back on the road in one month. month. They were <laughs> in the repair shop for years. Well done. You did what the ANC couldn't do in years. 20 years. So I've, I, it was it was all over social media, right? So you unpacked it. I unpacked it because sometimes people post things for likes. Yes. And it's not really true. I know. Which is quite tough. Yes. So did a little bit of digging, 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 digging. Councillor David Potter is one of my friends. Got hold of him. <laughs> he put me in touch with Councillor... Um, Michael Sun, mm-hmm. and Michael Sun said it is 100% true. true. He is, so let me give you his, his full thing. He's the DA Shadows MMC for public safety. So this is his baby. Sure. He's looking after fire engines, ambulances, all of these things. And in the Independence Online article from a month ago, mm. they actually quote him. So he said that they knew all about this. They've known about the shortage of fire engines for quite a while. Mm-hmm. They, they didn't have the ability because they weren't part of the council in to actually make a difference or do to something action. about it. Yeah. But they are now. Mm. So on the uh, on the 6th of September, he went and visited this fire engine repair place in Krugersdorp. Oh where my all of these, gosh. and it's not 29 fire engines. There's like, I don't know, pick a number, 50 yeah. that are there. Mm. And he went, cool. Let's assist, ass, assess the situation. Let's take a look at what's going on. And he flipping in less than a month, fixed over 29. That is amazing. That have all been housed back in so every single fire station in johannesburg now has at least one working fire engine a brand new fire engine costs four million rand do you know that i do now four million rons that's mad i have a thing about fire trucks <sighs> that's a different show altogether <laughs> um, but that's really really cool and uh, the councillor has released a press statement um dear mayor and councillors please see my fifth report on getting the fire engines back quote unquote this is the full report for the month of september or one month after we have taken office i'm very proud to tell you that what the anc government couldn't do for years we have done in less than a month we got 29 fire engines fire rescue vehicles back in action and service regards michael son mmc for public safety safety well done michael ah, cool. and then i posted the article and I mean, this is where life has gone, right? I posted the article and he sent me a WhatsApp going, really cool article. Thank you. Like, that's mad. No, I think it's incredible. So it was it really, really, really is really cool. Good news stories. And, and you know, you know, it's scary. Yeah. This is, this all happened yesterday. Not one of the big media houses have picked up on it yet. And that's stuff that we should be sharing. Look at you. Hey. World changer. Yes. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> um, the other thing is uh, Pedigree and Whiskers are mm-hmm. going to be giving away 5 million rand, not to anybody, to the SPCA this week. For every... 
It sounds like I'm sponsored or that I'm promoting them, but it's, I'm promoting the good cause. Yes. It's not about the brand. It's about the good cause. Well, we've, we've, we're covering people, we're feeding people, and now we're feeding animals. Now we're feeding animals. If you go to any pick and pay mm-hmm. around the country, any pick and pay around the country, and you purchase your pedigree or whiskers products, they will match those products and give them to the SPCA. How else are people Up to supposed, five million rand. How else are they supposed to know if we don't tell them? So it's not about being sponsored. We have to tell the people about yeah. the good things. But I also don't like, like, it's very, um, it's product placement. It's like we don't have advertising in between. So brought to you by Pedigree and Whiskers. And it's free. What's free? Oh, we're punting them <laughs> yes. for free. Guys. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> uh, I would like if Pedigrees and Whiskers are listening or anybody in that corporate office park or anybody, because we've just given you a free punt, um, I want you to give more money to animals in need. Mm-hmm, definitely. So that's what I'd like you to do. Uh, final thing that I have on my catch up is um, the visa thing. Did you see that? Ooh, Not the bad of, one. Mm-hmm. So there was the bad one about New Zealand, the good one about Europe. Oh, that it's yes, I did see that. Yeah, of course soon, I did. Soon we will um we will have not have to get a visa yes. to go to Europe. And I must tell you, I when I went out on my trip, right, I'm a full one hundred percent proudly South African citizen. Mm. I don't have spare passports laying around. And <laughs> and my South African passport, in order to do the trip that I did mm. for three weeks, it was um Dubai, Dubai, Scotland, uh Serbia. I stopped in Germany for a bit, and then I went back to England. Yes. So I had to get a Dubai visa. Schengen. An English visa, which took me English, Scotland, and luckily Serbia, because they're part of yes. the thing. And then I had to get a German visa as well. That is insane. Do you know I'm, I'm yes, going to tell you how much that cost I don't want to know. It was a bit of a joke. Um, but now, knowing that we don't have to do that anymore, is flippin' exciting. It is very exciting. It, it, it opens doors for people that didn't have more, that wouldn't have otherwise. No, 100%. All right. So I said that Gareth Pickering sent me a, um, a voice note. Really cool, man. These guys are doing this all for charity. They've been on their bicycles for like 60 days. They cycled up to, um, Tanzania Mm. by Kilimanjaro. They're currently in Moshi, I think it's called. Um, and you know what's really crazy? Exactly a year ago, Mm. a year ago today, I started my, um, climb up Kilimanjaro. Yes, I saw that. It was a memory. You shared it the other day of I you shared... packing your stuff. Well, <laughs> I don't even want to unpack that because the books tell you one thing, right? Yes. So I went, when I was, pa- when I was packing, they gave me a list of everything that you need to buy. Yeah. And I was like, cool. Uh, jacket got tick, tick. Bottles got Check. this got that got. And I had all the stuff. And then I went onto Google and I Googled like how to pack a day pack for Kilimanjaro. Yes. And a YouTube video came up and there was this British guy who's like standing outside. I don't know where the hell he is. And he's got, he's got like his walking stick and he's pointing at stuff and he's like, there's a protein bar and there's a bottle of water and there's another bottle of water and there's this. And this. Uh, so I took all of that and I wrote a list. Mm, OCD me. Yes. And I laid everything out. I'd rather be OCD climbing Kilimanjaro than No, not. no, 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 no. So I'm here to break that. <laughs> Gareth, if you guys are listening, I'm going to tell you whatever Google says, whatever they told you to pack, pack half, boy. You don't need to take all of that stuff. I was carrying like four and a half kilograms on my back with extra jackets and beanies oh, and food. No. And you don't need any of that stuff. Put it in your day. Put it in your big pack. They can carry it for you. Mm. Um, but when I shared the memory, I thought, what a stupid oak. I literally watched a YouTube video and then I packed my, my Kilimanjaro bag. <laughs> and it had, I had like three extra jackets in there. Uh, so you were beanies. carrying a small child on your back. <laughs> Pretty much. 
And it, it, the weather doesn't change that drastically, that no. quickly, that you have to like rip out a jacket quickly. <laughs> you can do it that night and be prepared for the next day. But so, you didn't know. No, I didn't know, but it's cool. So it, was it was a new experience, and now you do, and now you're sharing it with the world. Exactly a year ago, I got to climb Kilimanjaro for charity as well. Um, I, we raised a lot of money. It was the most amazing experience of my life. Um, and, and Gareth's going to mention it now about our friend Guguzulu, who passed away this yes. year. Um, you know that I might, when I heard about Gugs, I, I hung my climbing shoes up. I was like, I'm not going to do it again. I, I, I did something once. Mm. I'm not going to do it again. Mm. I've changed my mind and Gareth's inspired me and, and here's him talking to us. Hey Brent, this is Gareth Pickering from the Joburg to Kili team. Just checking in and um, wanted to give you an update on our cycle expedition that left Johannesburg at the end of July. From Johannesburg to Kili, raising money for Quebec. We are currently about 250 kilometers away from arriving in Moshi, which is our final destination for our event, where we put down our Quebec bicycles and the four of us that have been cycling put on our hiking boots and walk to the summit of Kilimanjaro to raise money for Quebeca, the charity that donates bicycles to kids that have to walk more than an hour to get to school. So I'll give you a quick recap of how our last 65 odd days have gone since we left Johannesburg. We spent the first four days in South Africa. Our departure from Jeep, the Jeep dealership in Bryanston was incredible. We had all our sponsors there. We had more than 50 people cycle part of the first day with us. We had a send out from the ER24 team, which was amazing. And uh, that was the way our event kicked off. And it's, it's really gone from strength to strength every single day. And we've been to some truly amazing places. Botswana was our second country after leaving South Africa. Um, quite flat, it gave us an opportunity to test out our legs and ride some fitness in and our team to get to work together. From Botswana, we went north through Nata into, um, into Zambia. And Zambia was truly incredible. We spent a couple of days at the Vic Falls um, in Livingston. And um, yeah, we did some really cool stuff there. We've got video clip of us doing a bungee jump off the Victoria Falls bridge with our bu buffalo bicycles attached to us. So um, yeah, that's a world first for our bicycles. And you can check it out on our website, joburg2kili.com. Or I'm sure you could just Google it, buffalo bicycle jumps off the Victoria Falls bridge. That was amazing. We headed north from there and we left Zambia and headed into Malawi. Malawi was, it's the first time any of us have been to Malawi and it was truly spectacular. It's quite a poor country we found, but really beautiful, amazing people, great support from the kids alongside the road. Every community that we cycled through has just been so welcoming. It's really been a blessing. And we spent a bit of time on the lake. We cycled up the lake for about five days. That was really nice. And from Malawi, we arrived in Tanzania, and things got pretty serious for us when we arrived in Tanzania. Um, one of our riders got malaria, spent a couple of days recovering from that. We, the cycling got quite a bit more serious, um, a lot more hills and um, lots of roadworks. We've been on about 250 kilometers of dirt road since we've been in Tanzania, which has been really slow going, big trucks doing construction on the road. But yeah, it's been all good. We are currently about... 100 kilometers south of Arusha and then we've got 70 k's into into Moshi so we've really only got about three more days of cycling before we arrive in Moshi and um, yeah another besides the awareness and the fundraising that we're doing for Quebec we're also just um, giving a shout out and we're carrying two bracelets for Gugu Zulu in his honor um, he was a true icon in South African sport and um, tragically 
passed away on Kili probably about four months ago now. So um, we're carrying these bracelets and we're going to leave them at the top of Kilimanjaro in honor of Gugu Zulu. So, yeah, in about 10 days' time, this whole journey is going to be over. So, thank you so much for your support and um, for featuring us. Thanks to Tarsus, one of our sponsors, who've um, really supported us, and for everybody along the way that's uh, yeah, shared our posts and just given us the words of encouragement that we've needed when it's been tough. Big thanks to, to everybody. Uh, you can check us out on Joburg2, the number 2, Kili, K I L I dot com. Uh, there's a whole lot of details on there. And um, Brent, looking forward to catching up with you when I get back to Joburg, mate. Thanks again for your support. Ah, Gareth. I hope you're listening, boy. Um, I know that we couldn't do the live phone call because of the, the, uh, satellite coverage yes, or whatever yeah. it's, not, it's not very great there mm. with the phones but they've done really inspi- inspirational stuff over the last two months I've i mean been following them it's it's amazing the adventures yeah, that I they know. must have seen and he's just he he quit his job wow gareth he's gonna he's like i need to the, him he and needed, rian mansa they just, just need to sit in a room to, together he just needed to do stuff and that's what he, he he's Quit his job and he's doing stuff. Well, it's it's super inspirational, boy, and we wish you all luck on um on Killy. Uh, you're doing it for a great cause, mm-hmm. but also I think <sighs> look after yourself. Definitely, it's um it's quite tough. Uh, this is the good stuff on Cliff Central. Such an I actually want to. So this music video is so flippin' cool. I wrote an article about it because the guy used like seven or eight people hmm. to surprise themselves. That's all he said is you need to take this camera, this HD GoPro, whatever, and you need to go and surprise yourself. And they um, they jumped out of skydiving things. and it, it, It's a British guy. Mm. Uh, I don't even know what his name is. <laughs> What's going Jack well? Garris, that's yeah. his name. And, um, and they went and they jumped out of airplanes and, and pff, under the sea and did all sorts of things. And you just see that when you push yourself to the limits, you can really do incredible things. Quite inspirational. Mm. So every week we get to meet inspirational human beings that are doing really, really good things in South Africa and the world. Um, this week is no different. JP, I'm going to say your surname wrong. Give me a sec. Nobrega. Nobrega. No Where's that from? Portuguese. It's supposed to be Donobriga, but they took the day away. Donobriga. No Fajmal. No Fajmal. No, 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 not even close. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to the good stuff. Um, you've been on radio before. You've done, so, I mean, you must have done a couple of interviews with all the great work that you're doing. And where this all started, um, you're from RADO, which is your foundation, which you started. Yes. And, and from what I understand, I've, I've been doing a bit of stalking, so I hope I get this right. But from what I understand, it actually all started because of a radio station. Yes. Can you give us the backstory to that? Okay, first of all, thanks for having me, Brent. I appreciate the opportunity. Um, I use music to de-stress, so I switched the radio on uh, to listen to music, uh, and there was a beep every couple of minutes during the song, mm. and that landed up being uh, or signifying a, an attack or a rape every so couple of minutes. It was a campaign that they were running um, on various radio stations in Johannesburg, and I remember it clearly yes. because – the whole, I mean, the advertising people that came up with that, super clever. Sure. It's annoying. When you're yes, listening to exactly. the radio, you got this like, you Beep. getting down with your jam, and there's that... Interruption. Beep. You were supposed to do it again when I pointed at you. Beep. <laughs> and that's what sort of was happening. Um, and and then they explained why it was happening. Yeah. It kept you on the radio. Yeah. So and, it was effective. And the, the, the realization as to what the beeping meant was so much bigger... Than the annoyance. All of a sudden, you were like, "That's painful." 
Sure. It's incredibly heartbreaking and quite when sad. When you actually start to think about what the beeps are. Well, they say that every, exactly. every four minutes. I think it was less. A woman gets raped in South Africa, yeah, which is shocking. incredibly sad. So that, that night you went home and you were laying in bed and you had this cloud hanging over you and you decided that you needed to do something. 100%. So what did you do? Well, I actually did nothing for two weeks, but it came highly emotional. Um, I couldn't sleep properly. Uh, it just plagued me all the time. Eventually, I had a discussion with my managing director, who's Jackie Gilbert, and sold everything of value and put it into RADA. Wow. And then we kicked RADA off properly, like Eat and Breathe RADA, in May sure. 2013. I've got goosebumps. Yeah, I know. This, he gave up everything because he believes in a cause. Mm. What does RADA stand for? It's uh, your place of renewal, but it's an acronym for rape, alcohol, drug abuse. Sure. And what sort, of, like, what sort of work are you doing? What are you doing for that cause? So you've started this initiative. What are we doing for it? So we're looking at, look, we have a holistic process to heal uh, and address these issues. We have a mm. proactive side and a reactive side. Mm. Proactive side is a strong education arm through Rider Training Academy. We service the seat accredited. We've got personal development workshops, and it all links to empowerment and giving mm. you the tools to empower yourself to make sure you have choice mm. um, and understand that you've got the power within yourself to achieve your goals. And then the, the reactive side is the healing processes through Jacqueline Gilbert. We've been doing this for 20 years, but only catering for 1% or 1% of the population. Mm. Also, our healing techniques focus on empowerment. So we decided to take those, tweak those, and then give it to the country with our vision, Africa, the rest of the world, through RADA. Yeah. It's so important, um, empowerment, education, um, giving people the tools. Exactly, and that's also a sense of, I mean, that helps with their therapy as well, sure. their healing and their therapy, because it gives them purpose. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's, it's yeah. basically just making sure that you understand that you always have choice. I mean, we, we're not naive. We understand how, how tough life is, yeah. how tough the townships are. Um, even with that challenge every day, you still have choice. Mm. So. Empowerment's what we're about. Man, it's important. It's important. Um, you guys launched recently a, a campaign with regards to music and RADA adding together. What was that all about? So RADA and Earth. Okay, so within RADA, we, um, we've identified that we can assist humanity uh, in certain respects. So we developed what we call RADA Care. And within RADA Care, we have a project called RADA Music, which is linked to ride on earth. So this, this, <laughs> this is full circle because when you started the interview, you said that music is your therapy. Yes. So when we started, ride on earth was launched in August. Um, it gives a platform for all artists, for all genres of music, um, to showcase their talents. And when we started in 2013, we've actually grown, um, to such an extent that we have, you know, we, we partner with with a company called HitLab, which is a recording studio, so we can record our own music. We create our own, um, well, we create our music. We're very creative in what we I do. I love that. And mm. it's, so we've also walked the the course with these artists in the country. Mm. We see how they struggle, um, which was for me a blessing as well to experience that. Um, and yeah, so we think that music is the universal language. I know it's a cliche. Uh, it, no, 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 it really is, and we resonate. <laughs> I believe in it, and yes. I think what you guys are doing is absolutely phenomenal. 
Um, it's, it's quite exciting. And I love speaking to amazing individuals that are just doing things in, in South Africa. You, you're very modest as well. And no, quite humble. Kind, you, eh? gave, you gave up your job. It's like he doesn't you, want to say much. You were inspired by yes. one thing to change one thing, which has literally changed everything. And you're making a difference in South Africa. Look, I am, I am a tax accountant by trade. So I have my, the tax oh, business started well. at the same time as Rada did. Yeah. So that feeds into Rada. But also the South African public. Um, have supported us. I mean, we've grown extremely quickly and there's no ways we would have done it without the public. So, and people mustn't underestimate their, um, their contribution, no matter how small. Yes. Everybody contributes on a small scale. It ends up being quite a big thing. I call that microactivism. Yes. There we it's, go. It's one of my favorite <laughs> words. It's where people, if you, if you do just something small, if you add up all of those small things, it becomes a big thing. 100%. And, and I think if you change your mindset to realize, even if it's just flip, man, I've got 10 bucks that I can give over, that's that going to be added rand, to a pool. Exactly. And that 10 rand could be the 10 rand that they were waiting for in order to reach their goal to do whatever it is that they need to do. So microactivism, that's the word I'm going to leave this with. How do, um, how do people get hold of you? How do they follow you? How do they get involved? How do they throw their money at you? There's, so we've launched, okay, the, the single Undefeated is available on all platforms. The album is available for pre-order on iTunes and will be available on all platforms on the 29th of October. You can go to rada.coza, which is the mother website, and from there it will lead you to Rada Training Academy, Rada Unearthed, um, Twitter at Rider Healing at Rider Unearthed. It's all there. If you want to support Rider, become a Rider Angel, even donate. We are Aww. Section 18A awesome. compliant, which is a tax thing. Yes. Anybody <laughs> listening there, guys? <laughs> it's quite and, a difficult uh, So everything, Rider.co's is the mother website. Awesome. Everything is there. Absolutely amazing. We're going to put all of this onto our website yeah. so that people can get hold of you and get in touch and get involved and make a difference. Um, Thank I call, so I do call it, it's something that I believe in. Change one thing, change everything. Yes. You did. You had an idea. You changed one thing and, and you've you started, everything you've it. started something that, that is helping and is helping people that need it the most. And, and if you're listening right now, that's exactly your sign. It's, mm. it's for you guys to get involved. 100%. Thanks guys very much. Absolutely amazing. This is the good stuff on Cliff Central. If this plays So um, Like our show's got a normal format right Yeah Sometimes Apparently And <laughs> We Deviated to... <laughs> a little <laughs> Because we can do whatever we want to do Yeah So we're supposed to be at, do our top five At the beginning of every single show But because Kerry top was running late No oh, no Just blame me hey Because Kerry was running late <laughs> She had no idea what she was doing When she came into the studio <laughs> She was literally, uh, guys. Out of breath. I was out of breath. Okay, if you, I really was. If you watched the um, the Facebook Live, you would have seen <laughs> there were little beads of sweat on her head that were rolling down, and uh, she it's ran so in here like a tornado. Nonsense. And because of that, we didn't do our top five. Oh, okay. So now. But it's never my fear. Fault. We are here. I love the way you rhyme. Uh, we still have uh, 15 <laughs> minutes with you and we want to tell you, we want to give you stuff that you can talk about when you're at your water cooler or over lunch where you're not talking about a flippin' political sphere in South Africa. Let's rather give you stuff that really means a little bit more. Because mm. that's what we say, right? Yes. So every week, 
We look for all, all, all over the internet. We look for it all over the interwebs, <laughs> and we find um, the top five trending good news stories that uh, that we think mean something. Mm. And this week, we're focused at I'm going to call it the youth of South Africa yes. have the power to make a change, which is a long headline, and we most probably wouldn't work on a billboard, but we can do it. Um, so, okay. Yes. Number five. What do we have at number five? Seven-year-old South African makes history with her new book. Now, I heard an interview with her the other day, and people were obviously asking what the inspiration for her book was. And um, <laughs> she went to the beach for the first time, and she asked why everybody is watching the water. And they told her that they're waiting for the waves. And that was the inspiration for her first book, and that gave her the courage to write it. Um, what is the book called? Waiting for the Waves. Oh, literally waiting for the waves. Yes. So this little this little girl. She I mean, is she's seven. She's seven. What is the t- what, what does she won? What is the? I think it's in the title or whatever. It's like the youngest top ten youngest writer she, in the yeah, world, exactly. But the only one from Africa. Yeah. On the whole African continent. Do you know how big that is? And I mean, writing on this, I have met probably about three in the last week. Um, children and young adults between the age of 7 and 13. I mean, I sat with a girl the other day on Saturday and she's like, I'm busy writing my third book. I'm like, how old are you? 13? Oh, okay. And when she told me what it was about, I, I, you know, I kind of looked at her and I'm like, it's a little bit disturbing. It was a little bit too adult. But, um, but I don't want to know. No, no, no. You're going to freak me out. This, this little girl, what I love, right, is the book can resonate with so many people. Um, it's about her fear of the waves and how she overcame it. Uh, her father who got involved with this and and has helped her publish it, he said it's been a very interesting exercise. And, um, and he cannot believe how expensive (laughs) publishing a book is. It really is. But, He's so excited for his little and daughter. And and this is the first book in a series of four, and he cannot wait to show us number two, three, and four. So I think it's, it's super incredible. exciting. Well done, Michelle. When I was seven, I was learning how to read. I, I know, didn't right? even know how to write. <laughs> so w- well done to you. It's really flipping cool. We're gonna post that story up online. What do we have at number four? From a xenophobic refugee camp to the university stage, the incredible story of how life can change. So important right now. Yes. Uh, it uh, really, really is right now. Well, right now, our universities are ablaze mm-hmm. and uh, our students are protesting and everybody's trying to figure out a way to, to make higher education, I don't know, free or accessible or whatever those things are. Um, I'm a white privileged guy. I got to go to university. Yes, I paid for myself. I but didn't. You didn't get to go to university. I didn't go to university. I did, um, but I, but I paid, you know. Yeah, I, I put that money down, yeah, and I, I just yeah. education cannot be free. End of story. Tertiary well, education. This is, a, this, tertiary. Is a, this is a different show, and I, yes. I don't think we need to get into. No, it. I think you know, like when they say um, you should never speak about what is this religion, politics, politics yes. And universities. Yeah. That's Let's the third one. Let's not talk about universities so anyway. We're not so. going to talk about the bad stuff happening <laughs> outside. The good stuff is this. This oak. Edmore. His name's Edmore. Yeah. He was sent to a xenophobic um, refugee camp. From Zim. What is it? Seven years ago, eight years ago, when when the poo hit the fan. And he went into this um, xenophobic refugee camp Mm. where a woman found him and offered him a job as a car guard or as like a security guard at her dance school. Mm. And he was like, man, that's amazing. Good opportunity. Um, I'm going to take it with both hands and I'm going to study at the same time. Mm -hmm. So he studied through UNISA. And he's just received his degree. I think it's a BCom. BCom in economics and finance. Boom. 
Can you believe that? Absolutely amazing. I it's think just, it's incredible. You know, and now he's going to get this lacquer finance job <laughs> and he'll be able to help someone else. Yes, he can. And he will. I'm going to post that story up mm-hmm. online. What do we have at number three? Hero Kid is making a massive difference for the animals in his neighborhood. So a seven-year-old is doing everything he can to Another make sure. Another seven-year-old. Yes. Every single dog in his neighborhood is healthy and looked after. So he walked into the Hermanus Animal Welfare Society and he said in his own language, I need a leash. And they were like, what is this boy doing? Yeah. So they gave him a leash. And he didn't call it. He said, I need a leash for Dogmore. Yeah. His dog's name was Dogmore. So he, um, they gave him a leash, this little seven-year-old. And then he brought his dog in and they checked him and they made sure that his dog was healthy and everything was going on. And then he left. Yes. And then a couple of days later, he, he came, came back, back with another dog. Yeah. And then he left. And then he came back with another dog. And he did this. On and off for like eight months or yes. something stupid. I'm um, not stupid. Inspirational. Yes. Um, on and off bringing in all these dogs because he believed that the uh, the service was free. Mm-hmm. And he'd gone around his whole community and he was collecting dogs to make sure that they were healthy. Yep. So he would rock up at like a neighbor's 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 house. <laughs> and be like, dog. <laughs> uncle, I'm taking your dog to the vet. I'll be back just now. <laughs> Um, what's really cool about the story is is the Hermanus um, welfare. Uh, what do they call themselves? Whores. Yes. I just realized how that sounds. The Hermanus. H-A-W-S. The Hermanus Animal Welfare um, something. They, <laughs> welfare they, Society. They, um, they really call themselves whores. <laughs> they, um, they, they've put this thing out there where they were like, listen, we really want to help this guy. <laughs> we really want to help this guy, this little kid. So they raised the fund, and you can put money into the account for Sipo. It's called Sipo's Fund. All the information I'm going to put up online. But they've already raised enough to look after Sipo's dogs for the yes. next like two years. And that's great. Sipo so must just keep bringing dogs. carry on dogs. bringing dogs. I <laughs> yeah. think it's really cool. A funny name, but really cool. <laughs> What do we have at uh, number three? South African heroes. A police- oh, number two. Number two. South African heroes. A police. A policeman's picture is going viral for all the right reasons. So, this was a kilometer from my house. I drove past. Okay. Um, my friend actually took that photo. But you say this, and no one knows what you're talking about. Okay. So basically, what happened was there was a robbery in Norwood, and uh, these the policemen were were after the the BMW and the Polo, and. Uh, the guys got out of the BMW and they ran on foot. And this gentleman over here, what is his name? Constable. Yes. I'm going to go with Constable. Constable, Constable. Yeah, from Norwood Police Station. So they took the photo, man. And you know why this he matters? He ran after the, they ran on foot after the robbers and they caught them. This had like, the people that were commenting were like, yes, that's amazing. Good. Our police are doing great work. And then those naysayers were like, ah, oh, but it's what they're supposed to be Officer doing. Officer Malambolo. There we go. That's his name, Lambolo. Um, I'm going to say to you that, you know what? South Africa has lived in a position where people have not been doing what they were supposed to be doing for the last good 20 years. To see a story of a police officer going out there and being passionate and driven, chasing robbers. You you know, if every single policeman was like that, I would thank our lucky stars. But they are not. And Mm. that's the reality. So when people are doing things like this, we need to celebrate them. It's the small things that when we celebrate, um, we'll just become bigger. It's it's a yay day. And then straight after this happened, they put up a they put up a, an article for our um for cap which is basically like our neighborhood watch 
um, giving us tips and things of how to, to curb this and how we can all get involved and keep safe. And it's really, really amazing because it's upped on everything. The police department, Norwood, everybody. I mean, it's amazing. So important. I love good news, and that's a good news story, man. We're going to post that up online. Our number one story yes. is, you know, she's. it's a great story for two reasons. One, she's really doing something for the drought in, mm. in South Africa. She's she's invented something. Um, and because of that, Google noticed and gave her over half a million rand uh, in order for her to study, to, to sort of learn more, to be more. I mean, that, that could take a South African who is going to be a scientist. She, mm-hmm. I mean, we could classify. How old is she now? Um, like 13, 13, I think. She's a scientist already. She's and 16. Well, three years more than 30. Yeah, um, and, and she's going to go off and do amazing things for our country. She's created, I think it's called, they call it a poly, polymer. A super absorbent polymer that allows soil to retain massive amounts of water. So what this means is when they're growing, um, and she's made it all out of natural products. Yes. It's like it's orange peel. Bah, yeah. bah, bah, bah. So if they plant this substance, which once it's been... Um, scientifically thrown together, mm-hmm. it's no more longer, it's no longer di- biodegradable. It then becomes a substance. Yes. And this holds water. Mm. So if you imagine if they plant all of these pills and the, the creation that she's made, it's all natural. Yeah. So it doesn't really cost much. It's yeah. loose stuff that would have been thrown away anyway. That um, you eat. If you plant it, the water, when it rains down onto mm. your farmland, it holds the water there. So even during a drought, the plants will still be able to grow, to grow. and to be nourished by this yes. water. This girl, 16, has changed the face of farming internationally. Her name is She's Kiara. South African. She's South African. That is flippin' amazing. Well done, Kiara Nugent. Proud of our South Africans. Proud, proud, proud. So um, that is our top five for this week. Well done yes. for fitting it in. Oh, we can do a half up. Just did a half hour. Um, absolutely phenomenal, man. I love being able to sit here and just spend good time with you, uh, you, Kerry, and you, our oh, listeners. Thanks. We get to really just um, hang out and, and do cool stuff, which is always exciting, right? Definitely. And then I can't believe it's nearly over. Are you a little bit sad? Very. I'm very sad. Okay, well, I won't make you sad for much longer. I'm gonna oh, play... thanks. You're just going to get it over and done with and out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to play a song to end the show just to sort of be a little bit inspirational. Okay. Um, so we'll get that ready. Uh, this is The Good Stuff on Cliff Central where every week we get to bring you really good news stories, inspirational... Uh, inspirational... People. People. Um, really cool stuff that we can places. chat about, places, things you can do. And every week I leave you with a quote that hopefully will get you motivated for the rest of the week. So here we go. You need to stay motivated. We need to inspire others. We're in this together and the only way we'll get through this is together. You only have this one life. Don't spend it apologizing, regretting, questioning, hating yourself, dieting or running after people who don't see you for you. Be brave. Believe in yourself. Do what feels good. Take risks. You only have this one life. Make yourself proud and happy. Only good things. Um, man, have a it's terrific time. Tuesday. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, yo. Cliffcentral.com.